Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Aberrant Report is a paranormal fiction podcast and thus will cover potentially triggering themes. In this episode, there will be sudden loud noises, gun violence, and the brief mention of a needle in an eye at timestamp 6.53. Thank you for listening. Hey, jackass. You awake? (sighs) What's up, hotshot? You okay? I'm just a little disoriented. Well, safe to say I told you so. You know I went back there when you didn't call, and all I found was your fucking tape recorder. Oh my god, Sravi. Thank you. You were recording? Yeah, I was hoping you were high on painkillers and you'd say something stupid. Or maybe I'd catch a rare apology. Apology? You're so stubborn, you know? I shouldn't have let you go out there. No, you shouldn't have gone. This is on you. Yeah, I want an apology, Junie. I got the necklaces. You also got your ass thrown out a window. How do you- The nurses said two women brought you in here covered in glass like you were rescued from a Saw movie. Wait, right. That Lolita from the library was here. They weren't allowed back here. Robbie, how did you get in? Oliver's cousin is a doctor here. She let you in because you're banging her cousin. You know what, Junie? Find your own way home tomorrow. Don't leave through the window. That was a little awkward, but I did say that I'd release all my tapes unabridged. So there it is for all the world to see. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I'm Junie Baisa, and this is The Aberrant Report. a.m., Wednesday, February 19th. What we know. Craig Petra was last seen by his partner on Friday the 14th after missing his own daughter's funeral. His obituary was released sometime after that. He may have been murdered by a V. Holt, the vampire Craig was ranting about. Veronica Holt, presumably. While I tentatively doubt the existence of vampires, I've done some light research into their folklore, mostly things I already know. They must drink people's blood to survive. They can turn into a bat, they can hypnotize people with their eyes, and they must be welcomed inside a ho-whoa-fuck. Hey, uh, hey there. I just need to check on some vitals. Oh, it uh, smells like a barnyard in here. Veronica Holt? Pardon? I sell your name tag. We can do this. I was just, uh, kind of wondering, are you here to finish what your boss started? Or maybe you just needed another snack? I always figured vampires were like snakes, slowly digesting their prey. Was the kid not enough? What are you talking about? Rosie Petra, one of your patients. I would never hurt that girl. That's not what Craig Petra thought. Petra was a sad excuse for her father, and an even worse detective. That child deserved better. He got what was coming to him. You killed Petra, then? Of course not. I'm not a murderer. But you are a vampire. Yes. (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, I am a vampire. 
but I didn't kill Petra, and I definitely didn't kill his daughter. Prove it. Okay. I've had enough of this. Hey, no! Hey! What are you doing? I'm not looking you in the eyes if that's what you want. Put your hands down. It's okay. Just look at me. You're trying to hypnotize me. You're ridiculous. Then why do you need me to look at you? We need to do a delicate procedure, so I need you to be still. Hypnotism will help. Literally, why would I trust you? If I wanted you dead, I would just kill you. I know this seems wild, but I am trying to help you. Then what are you trying to do? If I told you, you wouldn't let me go near you. Try me. Junie, just- How about this? Let's make a deal. You answer my fucking questions, and I'll cooperate. (sighs) Fine. You want to do this? Let's do this. What do you want to know first? Are you a vampire? We've been over this. Yes. If you put your stupid hands down, I can show you. No, no, fine. You work for Miguel? I help drive him to the grocery store. And to poker on most Wednesdays. That's when I'm off. He's a good guy. Help me get my own apartment and get a job here. So you're a nurse too? Nah, the scrubs are a fashion statement. Obviously. I don't have to murder for blood if I'm here. Okay, then. If you didn't kill Rosie, who did? Cancer. Oh, right. Uh, what about Petra? All I did was help bury the body. Well, that doesn't sound very innocent. (sighs) One night, when Petra was leaving the hospital, he stumbled in on me drinking from one of the expired blood bags. He told me that he knew what I was, but asked if I killed. I told him I worked in the hospital for a reason and gestured to the bag. I think he understood... He'd seen me work with his daughter. He knew I was a good nurse. Things between us were strained after that, but everything seemed okay. But then his daughter died. Of cancer. And he blamed me. A few days later, when I was leaving work, I noticed a car trailing me. It was him. I couldn't go home. I didn't feel safe. So I went to the only place I could think of. Miguel's house. He protected me. Told me to head into the basement and he'd deal with Petra. I could hear everything. The pounding on the door. The crazed yells and the thud as Petra's body hit the floor. Miguel had taken this giant crystal I bought him and thrown it straight through Petra's skull. When I got upstairs to check what happened, half of his brain was on the other side of the hall. Funny thing is, I bought that crystal for him to protect against negative energy. I guess it worked. And then you helped bury the body. On Wednesday, instead of taking him to his poker game, I put that pig's corpse in the car and... Well, I'm not telling you enough to know where to dig. (sighs) Fair. Wait... Wednesday? The the 12th? Yes. That's... Gregory said he last spoke to Petra on the 14th. That's two days after. Are you sure? Are you sure he was dead? I mean, he wasn't breathing, and he didn't have a fucking skull. I... I have to get that police record. Maybe that's a better use of time than asking me a bunch of questions at two in the fucking morning. Maybe you're right. I know. And we had a deal. Can... Can you at least tell me what you're about to do before you do it? Okay. Lower your hands so I can look into your eyes. Now stay very still. You're basically paralyzed. This will only be a pinch, but if you move even a millimeter, you'll be fucked up, got it? I'm going to stick this needle in your eye. It's got some shit Miguel said will help. Hold your breath. And that's it. You can breathe again. Get some sleep. You'll be fine in the morning. What is this? You're recording? Now that's a little... Thanks for picking me up, Sarah. In your blood splatter dress? It's paint. Red paint. You know, red has more positive meanings than negative ones. Maybe. Oh, that's real paint, not a print? I slipped. 
been working on a pet project for Xander. Gods, what a freak. What do you mean? Xander, he's just off, right? I don't know. Robbie fucking hates the guy. Won't stop ranting about getting him coffee and all these tedious tasks he's asked to do. He's an IT guy, not a dog. He's an intern, and a particularly well-paid one at that. Still. Xander's the best boss I've ever had. I'm a librarian because of him. Really? I've been clerking for a while. When he came in, a bunch of the old staff left, so he promoted me. I'm still probationary while I'm working on my master's, though. That's awesome. He's... he's still a bit weird. Let's change the subject. Have the police contacted you? About the defenestration. About the what? You were thrown out the window. That's a police thing. Oh, uh, no. They... they haven't. Remember, never talk to the police without a lawyer. I'm aware. You're gonna have a nasty hospital, Bill. So how are you holding up? Honestly, surprisingly well considering all the glass. Less blood than your dress, at least. It's paint. <sighs> Give me my sunglasses. There, in the glove compartment. Is... is that a gun? It's supposed to be concealed. One second. <laughs> you didn't strike me as the kind of person that would carry. Well, I'm from Texas. And I live alone. That explains it. I can take you to the range sometime. Teach you how to shoot. Guns make me extremely uncomfortable. Oh, that's useful information. <sighs> to the library, then? To the library. Junibaisa! Xander Ellison, thanks for meeting me. I actually have another meeting to attend to in a few minutes, so let's make this quick. Here are your records. What? I thought you'd be happy. You're just giving them to me? I thought- I felt nice today. Is that a problem? So I got these for nothing? These? Holy shit, you got the fucking necklace. Yeah. Uh, how? He just gave it to you? I... I acquired them. This is incredible. You are incredible. I only need this flower. You can keep the other pendant. What the fuck? Do you know how much effort it took me to get that and you fucking destroy it? Hey now, you got your record. You got what you wanted. <laughs> Do you know what I've been through? Are you gonna pay my fucking medical bills? Medical bills? What? What are you flashing me? H holy shit, what happened to your side? Sarah called it defenestration. Huh. Good word. <laughs> so, why did your little friend Miguel throw me out the damn window? Did you break into his house? Nothing was broken. I used my library card. You know those are $20 to replace. And how much to replace your stupid necklace? That's why you're mad? No, I, I broke it on purpose. We'll pick this up later. Oh, were you in the middle of- Oh! You're the girl we found on Sun Street. Yes, thank you for getting me to the hospital. Hey, sweetheart. Do you mind hanging around a bit? We want to talk to you. Make sure you're okay. Yeah, sure. I'm not done here yet anyway. Wednesday, 2.15pm. I'm looking over the police records and the report doesn't match Veronica Holt's story. I find this incredibly- Hey, jackass. Did you walk all the way to the library just so I'd give you a ride? That's your name? And no, I was just getting the report. Sarah let me know you were here. <sighs> Sarah actually drove me here. Clearly a much better friend. Guess you don't need this? Wait, you got me something? Self-defense book. Really? You were yote at a window. 
Oh, Robbie, will you ever forgive me for getting my own ass yeeted out of a window? Yote. <sighs> Yote. You know, I'm serious. I care about you, Junie. And Sarah's really good at this kind of thing. Sarah actually promised to practice some of this with you. You know she has a gun. She's from Texas. I've heard. Anyway, come sit. I need to show you something. Is that the report? Yeah, sit down. It's really weird. So I had this conversation with Veronica Holt, who confessed to witnessing... Basically witnessing Craig Petra's murder last week. Petra was hit in the head with a crystal and supposedly died. It was kind of in self-defense, but that's not really the point. Then she buried the body last Wednesday. Okay. This police record puts Craig's death on Friday night. He was shot in the heart. His body was found behind the library. And get this, the case was closed without any further exploration. Murdered, no suspects, case closed. Oh, shit. This actually might be great news. We get the security footage from the library parking lot and we might be able to see what happened. That's not possible. What do you mean? I'm sure you can pull a few strings. That's not going to work. Or maybe I can. Xander seems to be in a generous mood today. No, Junie. I mean, there aren't any security cameras back there. What is wrong with this town? I have no idea, Junie. Junie, sweetheart. Do you mind if we go outside? I don't want to disturb the guests. Yeah, sure. Um, do you mind if I record? Not at all. So, um, thanks for driving me to the hospital, I guess. We should be far enough away. You all right? No broken bones? No concussion? I'm, uh, fine, actually. Um, Delta? Max? What? Junie, we don't want to hurt you. I don't think you're supposed to point that at people. We have some questions to ask you. You have a gun! Are you an aberrant? A what? An aberrant. A supernatural entity. <laughs> no? What? Max, get the chalk. Got it, dear. Junie, don't worry. I'm just drawing some sigils around you. It will help us redirect anything you throw at us. It'll also tell us if you even can. What are you talking about? When you fell out the window, there was a violet light. Force surrounding you when you hit the ground. We've been thinking since we took you to the hospital. We think you might be linked to an aberrant force. Could be tied to the place, of course. That's what this test I'm drawing is for. See if it's you. You were on Sun Street for a reason, weren't you? And, and the library yesterday. Smart kid. She's not a kid, darling. You were looking for Craig, or... Or, or, no, you, you killed Craig Petra. What do you know about Petra? I've been investigating his murder, and nothing's been adding up. You weren't working with him? You didn't change him? No, I never even met the guy. What do you mean, change him? Who do I begin? Well, he called for reinforcements when his daughter died. Said there was a vamp in town, among other things. He actually hadn't reported any satins in the past ten years or so. So the call was a little unexpected. So Petra was a, what, an aberrant hunter? You could call him that. But according to my data, he hardly qualified. Barely scratched the surface of this town. Been doing tests all week and the energy around here is incredibly high. Higher than it was back in Atlanta. When we met up with him, he didn't recognize us. He's acting weird on top of that. So we followed him to the library, but it was closed. He seemed confused, went to leave. We stopped him, Max did their ritual, and he was an aberrant, so we shot him. 
You're the only other aberrant we've seen, though. If the test comes back positive. Wait, if this magic circle says I'm a freak or something, you're gonna shoot me? Do you know how crazy you sound? It's our job. You can't be serious. I could help, you know. I have been investigating Craig's murder. I found out a lot. Like, he could have been a vampire. We already checked. That wasn't it. I analyzed him before we left, took some samples. He's not like anything we've ever met. Oh, I'm serious. I, I've done some investigation. I'm, I'm really good at it. I could help. Maybe we could use her, Delta. No, we have our orders. And what if I run? Delta will shoot. Your best chance is a negative. How long will this take? A lot longer since I keep getting distracted. I'll shut her up for you. Hey, no, get off of me. Get, get. Hey, get away from her. This is none of your business, kid. You don't know what you're messing with. Actually, this library is my business. And you don't know who you're messing with. <laughs> you're not gonna shoot. You really want to test that theory? She's from Texas. Delta, it's not worth it. Let's just go. But you're not done. This isn't worth our lives, dear. This isn't over. Just get in the car. Watch your back, Jenny. We should have just tested her on Sun Street. Well, maybe you should have said something before we got to the hospital. Wednesday, 3.45 p.m. The bus will be here any minute, but I think I have some time to say this. There is something going on in Abbottsville, Georgia, and I know this case remains at the center of it. The police, the press, even the library seem to have some kind of secret that I'm not able to touch, a joke that everyone is in on but me, and I'm sick of those. Craig was investigating it and became a part of it himself. I fear I may have done the same. Will I change... Whatever that means, have I already changed? I... I don't know. But it doesn't matter. I will keep pushing, and I will find out what is hiding in this stupid little city. That's my ride. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Phoebe Monsoor, writer, director, and producer of The Aberrant Report. I also play Juni Baiza. This episode was partially written by Cass. Robbie was played by Phoenix. Sarah Youssef was played by Claude Shabib. Xander Ellison was played by Bo Burton. Veronica was played by Dare Hickman. Delta was played by Eden Bell. And Max was played by Willow. You can support us on Patreon, and you can find links and transcripts on deontological.com. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week.